नमो महाबरनाय कृष्णा प्रेमा प्रदायते कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य नमने गौरदेशे नम नमो ब्रमाण्यदेवाय गोब्रमाताय चगाधिताय कृष्णा गोविंदय नमो नम नमो ब्रमाण्यदेवाय गोब्रमाताय चगाधिताय कृष्णा गोविंदय नमो This sloka is describing the glory of the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna. Although the Lord is equal to all, He is the friend and the father of all living beings. He is especially affectionate for the Brahmins and the cows. Why is this? Because the goal of life is for all living beings to be freed from the sufferings due to conditional consciousness based on ignorance and illusion. The real platform of happiness is in knowledge of our eternal relationship with the Supreme Lord. It is said in Bhagavad Gita, Mahatmanastumam Bharata Daivim Prakritim Ashrata Bhajantya Nanyamana Sodhyakodhuta Tim The Mahatmas, the great souls, They are under the protection of the divine energy of the Lord. Therefore, in great happiness, they are constantly engaged in serving the Lord with love. Essentially, it is the nature of every living being to know God and to love God. But due to ignorance and due to conditioning of material enjoyment, we have forgotten the essence of our real identity. Therefore, the Lord, who is all-merciful, is always calling the conditioned souls suffering in this material world back to the real consciousness within themselves. And although, as the Paramatma, the Lord who is seated within the heart of everyone is giving us many indications because we are constantly experiencing life through the external forms via our senses. 
Therefore, we cannot hear or perceive the divine presence or message of the Lord within our heart. Thus, the Lord speaks through the Brahmins so that we can hear his voice through our senses and traverse the path toward real peace, real prosperity for the benefit of all. And the cows, they provide, like our own mother, the most important and nourishing food. And this food provided by the cows in the form of milk nourishes our brain with the finer tissues by which it can grasp the subtle conceptions of spiritual understanding. Therefore it is said in the Vedas that you can judge a society how spiritual or material it may be by the simple method of seeing how the cows are being treated. To the degrees the cows are being treated with compassion and mercy, they are happy and feeling protected. To that degree you will find spirituality, piety, and religion within that society. And to the degree we see the cows in anxiety, being exploited, and being murdered, to that degree we will find sinfulness, lack of spiritual awareness, and gross materialism. So in the Srimad Bhagavatam, Maharaj Parikshit was inquiring from Shukadeva Goswami about the real goals of life. And Shukadeva Goswami was explaining to him the pastimes of Lord Sri Krishna in the 10th canto. How Lord Sri Krishna personally came to this world in the form of a cowherd boy to show the importance of giving respect to the Brahmins, those spiritual personalities who have surrendered their lives to the Lord, and giving protection to the cows. Uh, Maharaj Parikshit was finding great satisfaction in hearing these narrations. In fact, he approached Shukadeva Goswami with words of glorification that the more I hear the pastimes of the Lord and his devotees, the more I am anxious to hear. Dear Shukadev, this message that you are narrating in the form of Srimad Bhagavatam is completely the opposite of material sound vibration. When we may hear a material sound vibration, we enjoy it for some time. But after hearing it again and again and again and again, it becomes very tiresome. But spiritual sound vibration is ever increasing in the taste of sweetness that one can derive from it. Just like there was a very famous poem, a rose is a rose is a rose. And this became very famous because it sounds very sweet. Because the rose is very sweet, Therefore, when we think of this, uh, we think of the rose and it is very sweet. A rose is a rose is a rose. Now you say it once, twice, three times, five times, a hundred times, a thousand times, 
and you never want to hear this poem again. You become very tired of it. You don't even want to see a rose again. A rose is 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 a rose. How many times can you say it? Even the greatest literary appreciators, they can only say it a few times before they want to talk about something else. But devotees of the Lord, many great saints in the sannyasa ashram as well as in the grihasa ashram, they chant the holy names Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Two, three hours a day. I know some people that chant it 12 to 14 hours a day. I know some men in Vrindavan who have been chanting every day for the past 70 years. For 12 to 14 hours a day. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. And are they tired of it? Do they want to hear something else? They want to hear it more and more and more. The more they chant it, the more their thirst to taste more of the mantra awakens within their heart. Because you see, in transcendental sound vibration, the sound vibration is none different than the object in which it is describing. Namachintamani Krishnas Chaitanyaras Vigra. This means that in the name of Krishna, all the opulence, all the sweetness, all the glory, all the divine presence of God is within his name in full. By chanting the name Krishna, by chanting the name Rama, you are directly in contact with the supreme source of everything. Gradually through this process our heart becomes purified and we can experience directly the Lord within His name. Haridas Thakur, one of the great associates of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he would chant the names of Krishna three lakhs every day before eating or sleeping. And when he was in his old, old age, an invalid, he still continued this vow of chanting. And the Muslims, who at that time were in the rule of India, the, the emperor, did not want this Sanatan Dharma faith, this Hindu faith, to spread. Haridas Thakur was born in a Muslim family. So they arrested him. Why you are you chanting these Hindu names of God? Why don't you give it up? He explained to them, what is this Hindu Muslim? This is all nonsense. God is one. Sanatan Dharma is the essence of all religions. Sanatan Dharma means to know God and to love God and to surrender to God. Islam means to submissively surrender to God. It doesn't mean to be a Muslim. Sanatan Dharma means to surrender to the Supreme Lord. Krishna says, Sarva Dharaman Parityajya Mam Ekam Sharanambraja Aham Tvam Sarva Papityo Moksha Ishyami Masacha Abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender to me. Religion means to love God and to surrender to God. 
And the most glorious method of surrendering to God is to cry out His holy name and glorify His name. This is not a sectarian process. So of course what happened is the Hindu priests who at that time were very corrupt. They were called Smarata Brahmins. They were simply professionals. They were performing rituals, performing puja, giving diksha as a profession. They had no realization or love or compassion toward the fallen souls of the age. They simply wanted to exploit them for money and take advantage of their high birth. So they did not like Haridas Thakur because Haridas Thakur was teaching that anyone who chants the name of God and develops love of God is higher than the Brahmins. So the Brahmins were thinking, my God, if he teaches this message and everyone chants, we'll be out of business, we'll go bankrupt. And you know how businessmen, they are willing to do anything and everything to make their business strong, huh? So they were thinking we have to somehow or other devise a plan to rid ourselves of this competitor. And at the same time, the high priests at the time of the Muslim religion, they didn't like him because so many Muslims were converting to become his followers, chanting the names of Krishna. So all the priests together came to the, uh, to the uh, Zamindar and to the governor and they complained, this man must be arrested and killed. So Haridas Thakur came into the assembly of these very, very uh, powerful government officials. And when they saw his beauty, they saw his humility, they saw the compassion of his heart, their hearts melted. They said, Haridas, personally, we are the kings, we are the governors, we actually want to be your disciples too. But we cannot, because what will the people say? But these people are complaining so much about you. We ask you just one thing. Just if you have to chant, chant private somewhere. But not so loud. Stop telling others about this. And we'll let you go. But if you continue in this way, we'll have to kill you. Haridas Thakur, he said, that to end my life, that is no problem. I have to die anyway. But to give up chanting the name of God, that is a million, billion, trillion times worse than death. He said, you take my body, cut it into a million pieces. And take each piece and cut it into a million pieces. Cut each of those pieces, cut it into a million pieces. And find each one of those tiny little specks and cut it into a million pieces. And you find that each one of those little insignificant atomic specks will be chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Because the sweetness, the taste of the transcendental sound of Krishna's glorification is eternally blissful to the heart. So Maharaj Pariksit was describing that the pastimes of the Lord are of the same nature as the name. Factually, when the Lord's glories are being chanted, the Lord is enacting his pastimes through transcendental sound vibration right here and now. 
It is not that the Lord simply performed the lifting of Govardhan Hill 5,000 years ago. But because he is absolute, wherever devotees repeat the narration of the Lord lifting Govardhan Hill, at that time, that pastime is being enacted if we hear it with faith. So Maharaj Parikshit was finding great delight in hearing the message of Shukadeva Goswami. Therefore, O Goswamiji, please continue. Please continue to narrate more and more and more about the leela of the Lord. My thirst for it increases the more I drink. He said, unfortunately, those who are very poor-hearted and attached to sense gratification and material enjoyment, 